Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And we're here again live right here on Radio TFI. It is the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition for this uh, Monday, June 15th of 2020. From the, uh, he's waving at me. Hi. I'm I'm waving at the kids and kittens. Go ahead, do your thing. Oh, oh, okay. Well, damn. Tell me next time you're going to do a happy dance over there, will you? I'll do it all the time. <laughs> go, go, go. Do your thing. <laughs> all right. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, and the Radio TFI Executive Tower, I understand he's out in the balcony today. <laughs> well, you know, that's the note I got when I, when I first started here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. And good evening, kids and kittens. As always, we trust you've had a wonderful and enriching day and that we, bring, we, we meet each other at the end of your rewarding day and you have now settled in with whatever it is that makes you comfy and are about to let us do something that most people can't do for you. And that's put you right to sleep. <laughs> oh, I was hoping I'd maybe enrage at least a couple people. I'll get there. Don't, I'll get don't, there. don't, don't scare them away before we actually get started here. Oh, oh no, man. But I got to close the window. You got to close the window. Oh, that's true. That now I know why. Now I know why he has to close the window. And would you do me a favor and at least wear shorts when you... Uh... Hey, that's the, way, that's the way it goes, pal. What can I tell you? That's the way it goes. I, know, I knew why you had to close the shades there, so... Yeah, I don't want people to see what I do. <laughs> Neither do I, my friend. Neither do yeah, I. And yet here we are with the video broadcast. Yeah, well, it was your idea. It was? It was your idea. Uh... You are the one that introduced me to the duck. Yes, because you've been insistent on us being not just a radio show, but you want us oh, visible. I, oh, oh, no. I think there's there's Ed's version, and then there's the truth, folks. Oh, just so you easy, know. Skippy. You you don't <laughs> want to play that tonight, okay? I I would be very, very careful. About, oh. about where you go with that tonight, all right? Oh, here's where I'm going to go with it. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 is the number if you want to join us here. Pretty much everything we do today is going to be off the top of our heads, except for one thing I got to tell you, I'm really, really, really surprised about here. What's that? And... That is today's Supreme Court ruling. Yes. As it pertains to uh, the LGBTQ community, uh, where the uh, Supreme Court ruled that employers cannot fire their employees because of their 
because of their sexual orientation, because yes. of their gender. That was shocking. That uh, was shocking. Uh, a six to three margin, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really. Now, look, we're ahead of the curve on this. We've got our rainbow background, uh, <laughs> which has been part of every failed attempt to do video on this program. But getting back. Yes. Yes. That that caught my attention in a big. A lot of people were caught off guard by that. I mean, I could have I could have understood it going five, four, maybe. But six, three, considering this court, that's. Well, I wonder how long it's going to take for Trump to have buyer's remorse when it comes to the justices that he put on the bench. Now, I now I shouldn't say that because, quite frankly, I don't know who voted which way. So, well, Trump has his hands full right now. He's 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 still battling the ramp. So, <laughs> by the way, this is your president who has lost battles to an umbrella, a ramp, and a gl- multiple glasses of water. Well, you know, we said he had a drinking problem. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, obviously. He does. Well, I was going to look look up the voting, but I'll let somebody else do that. Look, if you know how the vote went today, give us a holler, inform us, because we uh, we're just sometimes just headline people. It's Monday. Come on. It's the beginning of the week. Hey, hey, by the way, speaking of uh, uh, nothing in particular, but just before I forget, hey, you know what Wednesday night is, don't you? It's a big night here. It's a Disco, big... disco duck. <laughs> disco, disco duck. We are going to have Mike King in. Uh, always fun to have Mike on board. And uh, it's going to be disco night again. We did that a couple of years ago on my Monday night show. And we had a blast. People really enjoyed it. Uh, my friend Carol was there and, uh, and we, we just had a grand old time. So, uh, Mike has put together a list of songs. I saw the list today and, uh, it it should be interesting. I know John is, can't wait for it, but yeah, yeah, make, make sure you're here with us Wednesday night. We'll, we'll, we'll hit our usual topics early in the show. We'll get that out of the way if there's anything big going on. But other than that, we're, we're going to just have a fun hour of uh, playing some hits, some blasts from the past. And Mike's got a lot. He, he, he knows this stuff backwards and forwards, loves this music. He's going he's gonna to tell us all about it and uh, regale us in some stories and all that. So that's Wednesday night here on the Radio TFI on the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition. Well, now, Ed, and I, I forgot to, I, I, I think I mentioned it uh, off air when we were just sitting down here. But if you look at the calendar real good, uh-huh. you'll see in very large writing, uh-huh. in grease pen, yeah. John off. No, no, no. I'm afraid not. <laughs> there will be a meeting. Ed, I love you like a brother. Oh, don't love me like a brother. <laughs> okay, I love you like you were one of my brothers. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll talk just about leave those. it. We'll just leave that sit there, right yeah, there. We yeah, won't say anymore. No, no, it's there. We both know it's there, and uh, believe me, you'll be you'll be thrilled. We got forty eight hours to, to to gear up for this. So well, it's going to depend on my mood in 48 hours. Folks, let me let me let you in. If I haven't really gotten too open about this in my uh, social media life or here on the show. But uh, unfortunately, uh, Granny Annie is uh, in the hospital right now. She picked up quite a quite a bad fever. Um and they're worried she's got an infection somewhere. They don't know where. Unfortunately, the family is kind of speculating on a couple things, which we probably shouldn't do. But, but g- uh, give them the good news, John. Give them the good news. Well, it's 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 not the COVID. And there you go. It's it's not the COVID. We were worried about that. You know, I'm, and then you know, I'd feel like a quarter, <laughs> like a penny, trying to make change uh, if. Um, I found out that she did have the COVID Yeah, because good Lord, you know, with as much crap as I'm around now, I take extraordinary precautions here, but, um, you know, it's, it's still, you never know. You're dealing with the public. Uh, you're out there, uh, 
helping people with their you know, helping people get into the car and good lord i've got i i swear to god man i have gone through four cans <laughs> of lysol in the last uh, three and a half weeks and that's probably not enough as far as i'm concerned well again the good news is she tested negative for that uh -huh. i personally i am confident i said said this to you before the show tonight i am confident uh -huh. she's gonna she's gonna rally right back and of course you know Granny Annie notwithstanding, you will be here Wednesday night. And we expect you to wear your bell bottoms and your uh, platform shoes. Son, I don't own bell bottoms. I didn't own bell bottoms <laughs> when bell bottoms were cool. Well, again, everybody, just, just send your best wishes out to uh, Granny Annie. And uh, if you're listening to this on the replay a little ways down the line, we're all going to presume I'm confident she's fine. Okay, but you can always uh, touch base with us. You got the phone number. Uh, you know how to get a hold of us on the Twitter. We've got four different accounts going. Mine, John's, uh, we've got the show account, the station account, uh, Radio TFI. If you can't reach us, it's your own damn fault. Radio, TF, Radio TFI3 at gmail.com is our email address. We don't give that out often, but that's uh, that's kind of a working address for us. Uh but yeah, so you know, we'd be happy to communicate and uh, pass along the good news that she is okay. So moving on, John. Well, and if anybody wants to send flowers, I'll definitely keep them. Okay. <laughs> no, I will definitely what? send them her way. I've got some news. I've got some news. Did it? 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 So low these for quite a while, long before the pandemic. I've been toying with the idea of getting a bicycle. And at one point, uh, I had pretty much settled on one. It was an electric trike. And I liked it. It looked good. The price seemed reasonable. Uh, I did a lot of research on it. And then I realized it wasn't, at the end, it really wasn't going to be what I wanted. And then I spotted this other uh, bicycle, e-bike. I'm definitely getting an e-bike. There's no question about that. Uh, and this thing is foldable. And it's half the price. It, it is under $1,000. And uh, I spoke to them today. And I've been, I've been doing the research on this for, oh, probably three weeks on this particular bike. Uh, I want an e-bike because, look, getting out there at first, I'm not going to be able to make it too far pedaling. I need to work up to that. And the beauty about these e-bikes is you have pedal assist. You know, you're going up a hill or something. You can just, you know, let the bike do the I work. Can. I think I can. I think I can. I think yeah, I well, can. Well, I'm not going to do it because I, I know right off it's going to be an issue for me. So I made the decision today that I'm going to purchase one of these bikes. Now, the bad news is they're so popular right now. It would be about four to five weeks before it would get here. But uh, I'm going to put the order in tomorrow and uh, and get me a bike. And it'll also help me with all that local stuff I like to do where I wind up rent renting one of these electric scooters. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, the, it's called the Electric XP. Yes, not electric, electric. It's electric with the E lopped off. Look these up on, online and take a look at, these, at this bike. And it is just, it's just pretty much, I had a couple of accessories to it and it's going to be just what I needed. It was, I didn't want anything that I had to climb too high up on. And it, this has got a, it's low and you step right through it. It, it is ideal for what I, I want it for. And uh, it suits my purposes very, very well. So that's a decision I've made. And I've, the only downside is you can't buy it in a store. And it's going to take a while to get here, but you know it is what it is. I'll I'll figure it out in the meantime. I'll get a couple oh. of good months. <laughs> what? You got no, 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 nothing. I'm just. I thought you were discouraging me. Oh no, no. I mean, hey, it's your life, man. <laughs> I just want I just want film of watching you toddle down the down the street. 
Oh, yeah. Are you one of these bike riders who rides on the freaking sidewalk? Uh, no, I'll I'll be in the street. Okay, I'll be in the street. I'm not a sidewalk I just guy. I, I just want to see I just want to see a picture. Have somebody, you know, take a little video shot for us here and uh, from behind. I really? just want to see you toddling down the road. With really? Do you know? Do you know? Yes, I do. <laughs> There's many things I want, Mr. Shannon, but I don't get that. Yeah, well. And guess By what? the way, um, uh, thanks, uh, Frito Bandito, better known as uh, Fuzzy. Thanks for the uh, prayers there for Annie. I really appreciate it, believe me. I'm not a very religious man, but I need all the, you know, I feel I need all the help. She needs all the help she can get. No. Get her a bike. I know, I, get her a bike. Right. <laughs> I actually have video of her riding one of these nice ride bikes we have out here. What's a nice ride? Well, it's it's just it's a rental bike. Oh yeah, they they have it's called city bike here, uh, uh-huh. in Nueva York. I have evidence that she was trying attempting riding a bike. She did okay. I'm okay riding a bike myself until I find a little molehill here. Uh, to go over and then I'm <gasps> and that is why the electric assist bikes are so popular these days yeah you can either do it you can use the throttle for everything or pedal or whatever you know you you get to that hill you stop pedaling you hit the, you hit the throttle boom takes you right up and you're not killing so yourself so do those things uh when you're pedaling, does it help charge it any or no, not really? No, it doesn't help charge it, but it doesn't use any of the battery either. Okay. The more you pedal, the the, the longer your the battery less, lasts. Right, because you're not using the battery. Right, but okay. th- these things are good for about uh, 25, 30 miles, give or oh, take. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at it this way. When, once I get comfortable with it, I can ride it over to Central Park which is a few miles away. I go across the 59th Street Bridge, which has its own separate bike lane. Okay. And, and, you know, I can spend an afternoon going around Central Park. And yeah. spe- especially when I go back to work, you know, one like uh, I can do it on Saturdays or Sundays just to, and right now, more importantly, boy, I wish I had, I had gotten, well, I wasn't aware of it a month ago, but uh, I, d- I don't want to take a regular bike without assist, I'm not going to make it. I know that. I know that. Just like you, I'd be huffing and puffing, and uh, oh, I, I need. I would I, be gasping. <laughs> well, the plan is the idea is to work up to more pedaling. You know, right? No, I get it. That's the idea, and I don't. I just want to be able to do that and not get stuck somewhere. That's that's and the thing folds up too, man. You got to look it up online. Electric XP. I'm uh, wow. And, and look, a lot of these e-bikes go for fifteen hundred, two grand, three grand. This one is eight ninety nine. So I was. Oh, I forgot to ask you this. Did you get that uh, that uh, link I saw sent you for that video there, uh, uh, where? Uh, uh, Miss Lindsay was. Yes. Um, I, did, I, I already have that saved. We already have that. We've played that before. We've have played we? a, Well, yeah, that's not new, but the, I, I think that's for Republican voters against Trump. I'm following them right. on, Twi- on Twitter. Right. Uh, yeah, they've packaged it up real nice. And I don't have it ready to go now, but uh, yeah, no, no, Lynn, that's it's a beautiful piece. Lindsay is just all over Joe Biden. He's the greatest in the world, Miss Lindsay says. Uh huh. And it's and it's fabulous. And then you wonder, what is it? I I don't understand the change. Oh, by the way, before we forget, before we get too into other stuff, uh huh. I have one piece of audio I want to play from uh, Captain Coppertone. Uh huh. His he doesn't not understand covid testing now if anybody can figure out what it is he's saying here i will send you a nickel as i said this morning that's probably the downside of having good testing is you find a lot of cases that other countries who don't even test 
don't have. If you don't test, you don't have any cases. If we stop testing right now, we'd have very few cases, if any. But we do. We're at a level that Mike is going to talk about that's so high. But uh, we will show more, more cases when other countries have far more cases than we do. They just don't talk about it. Can you figure that out? So in other words, he's back to this. If we don't test, we don't have any issues. There's one, yeah. there's, there's another piece of audio that I don't have ready to go where he talks about how Germany and Japan, oh, well, they've only got 3 million. They've only tested, or South Korea, they've only tested 3 million. We've tested, it'll be 14 million. And, uh, but if we should have only tested 3 million. Huh? I mean, like, huh? He's in charge. You know he has the codes to the nuclear stuff. You know that, right? Yeah, that thought scares me every freaking day. All right, just just so that we're clear on that. And uh, uh, I was hoping to keep it light, and that's all I got for for tonight. <laughs> uh, but I, I couldn't let that one go by, not at all. Well, this will uh, make you chuckle, chuckle a little bit. What the hell? What? Oh, I just got a nasty little echo in here. You still having speech problems? Yeah, that, that's part of it, too. But uh, former congressman and presidential candidate uh, or contender uh, Ron Paul uh, last week decried public trust in Dr. Anthony Fauci, suggesting the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases director should be removed from the Trump administration's coronavirus task force. Sure. Refer uh, referring to Fauci as a fraud, Paul said on his web show, the Ron Paul Liberty Report, ooh, <laughs> that Fauci is no different than any other Washington expert and bureaucrats trying to seek profit politically from the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and should be fired by President Donald Trump immediately. Hey, Rand Paul, how's things going with your neighbor? That wasn't Rand, by the way. That's Ron Paul. Oh, I'm sorry. That. I got my Pauls mixed up. Yeah. Get a pack which, of Paul balls. You'll which, get them right. Which one is Ron Paul? Ron Paul is the son. Or excuse me, he's the father. Excuse me. Texas, oh, okay. That's right. Former that's right. Texas congressman. That's right. Rand Paul is the... Okay. My uh, my deepest apologies for that. But uh, Oh, that's, that's hey, quite all right. Hey, Ron Paul, how's your son's neighbor doing? Why don't you go over and pick a fight with him, too, and get your ass kicked? He's delusional for Christ's sake. Well, Delu about as delusional as they get. The Ron Paul Liberty Report. You can just see a Ooh. big eagle sitting on his shoulder. Yeah. Well, I've looked at the numbers there. He only has uh, about a listener and a half more than we do, and that's well. only on good days for him. So, <laughs> and we've got a weak signal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> But we're broadcasting out of a basement with a with a wire hanger and <laughs> a crank up radio. That's it. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. You can uh, also text to that number if you don't. If you're shy about calling in, you can text us at that uh, number. You can uh, also get a hold of us uh, via Twitter. At taxi stand hour, um, like the pro, like the opening said, if you find a payphone, we'll even accept the charges for that. Indeed, we will. But you have to find one first. Well, it yeah. actually works. Yeah, yeah, we can't. No, no phonying up. Well, we'll know. I used yes, to repair exactly. payphones. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, so John and I had a fun night last night. We we did some some work for the station last night, and. Uh, and we, we we we, we created some new promos. No, I want to play some of the new promos. Oh, okay. I want to. I I I'm I'm very happy with with how some of them came out. Uh, we the big one isn't done yet. That's not done. That's going to be okay. until the end of the week. So, oh, hold on. We have a call coming in. Let's see. Yes, caller. I'm looking to talk to John. Hey, John. You have a caller. Well, hi. John, it's Rod. How are you? Well, I'll be damned. 
<laughs> you will be. I keep telling you I that. Had, I had your show live on Facebook, and I was commenting on Facebook, and you weren't talking back. So I said, hell, I'll just call the bastard. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I've been asking you to do for the last, jeez, uh, how many years have we been doing this show now? Wait a second. Is this <laughs> is this Ron Johnson? Rod. 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 Johnson. The one Rod. and only. Well, hello, sir. How are you? You must be Ed, right? I must be. I not must be, but yeah. I am. <laughs> well, My replacement. How do you feel, bud? <laughs> put upon. I feel put upon. I do all the te- I do all the technical work around here. But I'm gonna step back right now and let you two dance. <laughs> okay. Like fun to me. Well, first of all, how is everybody? I should probably ask you that first. We are doing wonderfully. Great. Um, You're still in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Well, back in Las Vegas yet again. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a heroin habit. You just can't get away from it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. That had to have been miserable for you, though, when that town was shut down. You think 9-11 was bad uh, in that city after after 9-11 and nothing was moving around? The taxi industry was uh, flat on its face, and that was (laughs) pre-Uber. And it, it has been the same thing with this, only worse, because you figure the taxis were already hurting, or at least the taxi companies, I should say, were hurting uh-huh. because of the Uber and Lyft. And, um, you know, and then this happened, so now everybody's out of work as far as the transportation industry goes. Uh-huh. Oh, and by the way, Beltrans has been sold to a, a New York conglomerate, so they are no longer part of the friendly uh business here if you okay drift. <laughs> so, so no whittlesea or nothing now huh <clears throat> no well it's it's all falls under the umbrella of this new new york company oh okay um, that still they still use the names Beltrans, whittlesea henderson but okay uh, the bell family no longer owns it uh Prius okay. is out of business they closed up shop yeah that's um, uh now new cab there with uh with yeah, uh, YCS uh, bought out and formed a new organization, so that has happened uh-huh. here. Um, other than that, it's pretty much the same old, same old. Just waiting for the Raider Nation to hit this fall. Oh, that um, ought to be. Now you're not a big sports fan. Uh, are I'm you not weren't a football when I fan. Do you? You're not a football and, fan. And even if I did like football, that. Clown Kaepernick would have killed it for me, so I wouldn't have been a football fan then anymore either. So that would have ended that. I already covered that. But so you're so you're looking forward to the Raiders, though, huh? The Raiders. Well, it's it's going to be business, you know. It should it should uh, help increase the tourism and everything else. So I, I see positive things for the city. Hey, Rod, but, if you, uh, how how far from the Strip or downtown is the stadium? The stadium is actually right across the freeway from the Mandalay Bay Hotel, which is the very south end casino. Right. Okay. So it will be within a 10-minute walking distance from the Strip if you're at Mandalay Bay. Oh, okay. That that helps. That helps. I've been to Vegas a few times, but I don't know it like you guys do. Yeah, it's right across the freeway. So it's a very short jaunt. As a matter of fact, rumor has it that the – Uber, Lyft, and cab stands will all be working off of the Mandalay Bay property hmm. for for the stadium. Well, that makes so as we'll much see sense how as that works out the fall, room, assuming, but... <laughs> assuming, of course, that this uh, this uh, COVID fiasco is done and over with by then. <laughs> well, well, we're we're we were doing fine here in New York. Uh, we had brought it down, uh, and. Now people are all look the protesting. I know that's that's not helping matters either. But uh, prior to that, here in New York City, we dropped significantly while everybody the rest of the country was going up. Uh, I know I know how fresh. Look, I'm on day like 92, uh, being on lockdown, and I do mean lockdown. Okay. Uh, well, look look at where you live, my friend. Get I, the hell out of Russia and move to the United States. <laughs> then you won't have that problem. <laughs> he 
he does have a sense of humor. I, <laughs> I, I, I forgot to warn you about that. He does have a sense of humor. Look, well, I, my, you know, my, my wife tells everybody that when she first introduced me to people, uh-huh. she says, now, just so you know, Rod is an acquired taste. And I'm sure John can that. <laughs> oh, I've heard all the stories about you. Look, Rod, between you and <laughs> Between and you some and some of them were actually true. Yeah, yeah. Between you, me, and the lamppost, <laughs> I'm not in New York City because I want to be here. Okay. Well, I, I'm not in Vegas because I want to be either. Believe me, I, I'd rather I, be on a high-rise condo on the beaches of Florida. Trust hey, me. Hey, I lived in Fort Lauderdale for 35 years. I left this that as would be cool. my chosen location, my and, friend. And you know what? Then look at John; he's getting it now because we tried the Florida thing, didn't we? We did. Yeah, but you were in the wrong part of Florida. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, but we went to, we went to, you know, we knew tourism. Right. So we went where to the tourism was strongest, which was Orlando. Uh, and and it, it started off wonderfully until Charlie Francis, Ivan, and Gene came to visit. Yeah, and that well. turned it into a, to a, a hellish place. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, That there was that. Uh, I don't disagree with you there uh look uh south florida was definitely the most certainly an acquired taste and you know look i've talked about it here a million times the only reason i don't live there anymore is because uber destroyed my business you've heard this tale i'm I'm sure if you know anything about me at all through uh through this show or or the twitter or facebook i owned a fleet of cabs i was doing okay i wasn't getting rich but I was able to, you know, I was doing okay, and then right. bang, I lost it all. And when I well, say it all, I, I mean everything. I will tell you this, and I'm assuming you're Ed, right? I here's was. here's here's <laughs> the problem: the cab companies were so ingrained and so yeah. enmeshed in their way of doing. Things oh, without question, without question. When when the business began to evolve. They sat still and that became is, the non-evolvers. That is we're correct. so entrenched. We're so ingrained. We're good. Can't nobody ruin us. We're better than everybody. Mm-hmm. We'll be here forever. But it didn't change the fact that you couldn't get a cab for two hours in a that, residential area, but you that, had an Uber in 10 minutes. You're not wrong. That I, ruined the cab industry. They didn't catch up with the times until it was way, way, way too late. I spoke and that's to- that's nobody's fault but their own, my friend. I spoke to the people in charge at the company I was with, which was the largest cab company in Broward County. Uh, I tried. I tried to explain to them, look, you know, in different various times, and this I'm paraphrasing. You've got to start listening to the people that are out there and doing the job because we were having so many problems with dispatch, or, 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 and just when I left, they, the, the call center was moved to the Philippines, literally. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, and everything I was trying to suggest to them was simply ignored. I kept giving them ideas. Here, let's try this. Let's try that. The key right, especially when it started, even before Uber, you want to keep the drivers happy. And keep them coming back. You don't need to baby them, but for goodness sake, treat them like the customers they are for you. And which was, they used to give us that line. Oh, you're our customers, blah, blah, blah. Well, treat us like that. Treat us like that. They, well, they, they weren't I always will... horrible, but but they, but you're right. They refuse to look down the line. I, and I'm just going to finish, finish off with this. I brought the first minivan into that fleet. And I had a fight. Every one that I replaced, every minivan, because they just didn't see why would we need these? Because it's six passengers. It's that's right. It was a fight every time. Now I will I will disclose to you for the first time on your radio show. Oh my goodness! It's a which, world exclusive, which I have not disclosed to anyone else. I'm sure John knows it already, but I have spent probably the last two years. As a sideline business driving Uber here in Vegas. Hey, I did it. John did it. Yeah, and, and I absolutely. Will tell you what I made three times the money driving Uber that I ever made here driving a cab. I could make seventeen hundred dollars a week driving Uber, working part time. Is that recently? Okay. That was as of January of this year, just okay. before the bust. 
Okay. And you know, I, I had a week where I made seventeen hundred bucks in one week. I worked probably thirty five hours that week and made seventeen hundred dollars. Wow. Well, now keep yeah. in mind, keep in mind that to, to be fair, that I'm driving an Infinity Two X sixty, which is not only an Uber X but also a an XL. And they and a what they call Uber Black in New York, right. which is Uber Select uh-huh. here in Vegas. Right. Okay. So I can drive all of the all of the classes of vehicle. Right. You have so the opportunity. You have the opportunity. Better than right. than a standard Uber X. Yeah. But still, to be able to do, to make seventeen hundred dollars in a week, and that includes fares and tips. That was my take for the week. Right now, even John can remember back in 2008, we didn't make that kind of money during oh, the hoopla I, no. of cab driving in there. Oh, I, I mean, look the, the way what what Uber kind of has going for it in a town like Vegas. You have people from all over who have now, in these seven, eight years or whatever it's been, have been desensitized to taxis. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, there are people that, that probably have never ridden in a taxi. Uh, you know, look, the, uh, I, I like to tell this story because it shows how people think. My cab company was one of the first to have its own app. Now, without question, the app was lousy and it had a, a crappy name. That being said, I was one of the guys out there, one of the drivers promoting the app. Okay. They were giving people, I think it was 5 or $10 off their first ride if they used the app. And it was, and it was, what was interesting at the time was how many people would say, so I'd hand them the the card and I'd say, here, give it a try. You got nothing to lose, but save you five bucks. Uh, Well, I don't know. I prefer to call. I don't like the idea of using an app. Now, of course, that's all anybody wants to do is use an app. So it's, I've seen it flip now, by, by the way, in the meantime, the company redid their app, better name. I'm telling you, it's, it's one of the best apps out there as far as I'm concerned. And you know, I, John and I drove here in Vegas during really what I would probably call the heyday of Vegas, as far as cab driving goes. You know, uh, and that was in the the early two thousands through about two thousand eight. Okay. And we were just making money hand over fist. Yeah, we did and that. It, and a lot of the old timers would tell you that it was not as good as it used to be back in the old days. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I, mean, I thought we were but, doing a great job. Well, everybody's you know? got a different frame of reference, Rod. Now, uh, but. You and, get, you get, but now what I'm hearing from, cause I started driving this Uber thing, like I said, a couple of years ago and just uh-huh. practically every customer that got in the, in the car would say, you know, cause I would ask them, why do you take a, a, an Uber instead of a cab? And why do you sit and wait on a, on an Uber when a mm-hmm. cab standing right there at the front door? And the answer was always the same from the majority. Your vehicle's clean. You speak English. And I know you're not going to drive me to California to get to the airport. Well, and I've heard the same thing, but here's uh, here's what I've said to people. You know, it's like, okay, you didn't know that I spoke English when when you ordered the car. That's not why you ordered the car. Uh, and fair enough. You know, you don't know what condition my car is in. I, I mean, my cab was always clean, and I always told people. Well, that. they they and that was the thing. They they would say, by and large, the the cars are much cleaner. The drivers take care of their vehicles because you know Vegas is historically known for uh, drivers from foreign countries. Every it's cab just uh-huh. like in Florida, it's Haiti. Here, it's it's Ethiopia. Every but cab company. A lot of drivers that don't take care of their vehicles don't right. shower for three or four or five days. Don't no, know I, what a right guard deodorant is. Mm-hmm. I and. I had a standing. It puts a poor taste in people's mouths. I had a standing policy. At one time, I owned twenty three up up to twenty three cabs. Generally, I was running about fifteen, leasing them out to drivers. But I made it clear. I found this one time. I found the Gatorade bottle under the driver's seat, full of piss. And I told every driver that became part of my contract with them. There are a gazillion Seven Elevens, McDonald's. Places to use a men's room. Do not urinate in my car. Certainly do not leave the bottle there. Because I promise you, not only will you not work for me, you will not work for this company again. Uh, Because that to me was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. And I had one guy say to me, yeah, but suppose it's busy. Suppose it is busy. Pull over, take a leak. There's a million places to go. 
I always found a spot on New Year's Eve, busiest night of the year. I got to go. I got to go. If it's busy, there'll be work. Don't sweat it. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, and here's the thing, though, Rod, too, and it, things are different no matter where you go. Um, I find it so funny because I hear the same thing from people. Well, I do my I do my medical transportation rides, and they tell me they, uh, you know, when they're just paying for the ride out of their own pocket, that's what they say. They they ride with Uber and Lyft because they don't want one of the one of the Somali drivers. Somalis are the big. Uh, minority here in this uh, immigrant uh, majority in this area and the um, excuse me lost my train I thought here for a second the fact of the matter is that if you look in every uber car that's operating out here in the twin cities I would say nearly half of them are Somalis oh I believe that it's you know, and, and the funny thing is here, people ask me all the time when I'm driving. Now, I haven't drove Uber since this whole COVID thing took over. So just yeah. so you know that. But um, the 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 funny thing is here, people ask all the time, well, boy, the cab drivers must really hate you guys. And I say, you know, funny thing about that, um, I I would say that a large percentage of my rides are actually picking cab drivers up and driving them to work or taking them home from work yeah. and on their days off, they drive Uber. <laughs> so yeah. It's not the cab drivers that you have to worry about. The companies are the ones that are the problem. Well, especially what? out there. Now I understand they actually have leased. Wasn't it you that uh, told me they are actually leasing cars now too? Yes. Yes, they are actually. They started leasing about two years ago. Oh, that's right. Out there, it was all uh, you're all paid. You're employees, right? Yeah, you were an employee. Absolutely. Right. right. Yeah, I've and I've never Uber came Uber Uber and Lyft came on site here, and as they gained popularity, a lot of the drivers that wanted to do their own left and went to Uber and Lyft. So the cab companies actually had a shortage of drivers. Right. So every company out here started hiring part-time drivers, which back in the day was didn't they didn't have no unless you you had to have driven for a company for like ten plus years if you wanted to be a part-time driver. Right now they're hiring guys that want if they, you you want to work four hours a month, come on in, we'll take your money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know when I when I left the cab company after I, all my cars were gone and I was down to my own my, one vehicle and I thought to, I thought long and hard about it. Fortunately for me, I had personal clients. I worked with a couple of guys, and we had been building this business for years. Lots of business travelers. So I thought, okay, I stripped the cab. I stripped the cab, you know, cleaned it all up, the van. And uh, I said, okay, let me start doing the Uber and Lyft to fill in the blanks. And it was strictly, A, to fill in the, fill in the, the blank spots, and B, to find new customers, which I did. I made no bones about it. I'm out here trying to get my people back. And I was able to generate some business. Uh, oh, yeah, here. Here's the number. Call me direct, blah, blah, blah. You know, as we all know, the two greatest inventions for the cab driver were the ATM machine and the cell phone. It was just yeah. <laughs> back, before, back before credit cards. Do you mind stopping so I can get some cash? Absolutely not. <laughs> the meter the meter's running and i'm getting paid yeah i'm good with that yeah can There's... you change a hundred nope i'm nope. flat out <laughs> no nope, i don't i don't care if i'm holding five hundred dollars in small bills i can't break a hundred hell no right. i want i once got a dispatch from our idiotic dispatch and this is this was not back when we were on radio i go back to radio dispatch and but again our dispatch room was always a problem our call center so I get this call on the computer and it says, must be able to break a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> and, I, and I got right on the phone with the supervisor and she's, I said, look at that call that I have. She says, what's the problem with it? I said, you're sending me in to be held up. That's Somebody right. called and said, make sure they can change a hundred, which means I got cash on me. Don't you understand that? Oh, oh, we were told to send up. Yeah, well, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. You know, you can count well, on okay. that. Well, okay. And the funny thing about that is you gave me the perfect segue. 
<laughs> just so you know in advance. He's good at that. Almost as, as, as deaf, dumb, blind, and stupid as some of the liberalism that we're seeing these days. Oh, here we go. So Strap in. Which is the real reason for my call. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> but now you know we're getting close to the end of the show. That's no, right. I'm, I'm totally well, of course. Yeah, I ate up your whole hour. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, I, I, I need you to know, Rod, uh, you're actually saving John here because I had something very evil. You know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Before you get into do it. beating me up. Uh, last night, John and I were uh, doing. I was starting to say this when uh, when you came on. We we sh- we were recording new promos for the station. It's uh, so we had some really good ones. John did really good on most of them, but I was going to do this whole thing. I was going to actually play a couple, but I want you to hear this one. We're hot. We're rolling. Hi, this is John Shannon. Go to damn it. Hi, this is John Shannon. Go to RadioTFI.com for music, memories, and more. You can catch the taxi. Keep going. You can catch Taxi Stand Hour every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern and every... Keep going. And every Monday through Thursday... And every Monday through Thursday at 9 a... And every... Keep going. <laughs> And every Tuesday, I am muting your mic. And every Saturday through Monday, (laughs) fuck you. Do it right. Come on. (laughs) And every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. RadioTFI.com. Say it. RadioTFI.com. Oh, good Lord. And that's the end of that. (laughs) Oh, Ed, my friend, that that reminds me of the good old days when I used to sit at home on my computer for hours on end trying to edit our radio commercials. <laughs> Although our, I have to uh, say that our live remotes were probably some of the funnest stuff we ever did when we did oh, our live remotes. Oh, yes. But... <laughs> Let me see. Spirit Rhino comes to mind. Rhino, uh, oh, that one that was on Valley View over there. Boy, we had a good time at that one, right by the Rio there. I can't remember the name of it then. Oh, what the hell was that one again? We did the live remotes there for several weeks, and I can't remember the name of it now. It's changed hands so many times, but that was always a blast. Was, by the way, without mentioning names, it was the first time I was able to do play-by-play on a lap dance. Hey, now! <laughs> we, that's, that settles it. We're going to start doing remotes. <laughs> oh, they were so much fun. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it was. But indeed. anyhow, I, uh, I've monopolized a great amount of your time. It's um, okay. I was just going to make... I, I, will call, I will, will call back another time when I haven't beat you up all day on Facebook as it was. Oh, you haven't beaten uh, anything. <laughs> what the... Here, listen. I, I'll give you this much. I'll, I'll give you this much meat for right now. Uh, I am... A liberal. I admit it. I'm not running away from it. I also know a whole lot of other liberals. And it is not, we're not all in a nice little package. We don't all agree. I can't I can't get anybody that I know and talk to. Maybe it's because we're all a little bit older. I can't get anybody to to agree with what the hell uh Anifal or whatever the hell they pronounce Antifa, 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 whatever. Uh, Not a one of us agree what the hell's uh, going on with that, you know. And these riots and stuff like that, we don't want to see that shit. Uh, Well, here's the thing, now, John. You you probably know, but the rest of your listeners, all three of them, probably (laughs) don't know. And I'm oh, (laughs) oh, that that was a hit below the belt one. Don't don't inflate the numbers, Rod. Hey, it's probably numbers better than what we had when we were back twenty years ago. <laughs> um, I work now. I work as a as a mental health counselor. Really, I work in. I yeah, I work in a substance abuse uh, place now. I actually do court ordered substance abuse, so I work with a lot of people 
that are on the wrong side of the law and are trying to get right and mm-hmm. fly straight and do the right thing. And you wouldn't believe with the number of guys that I work with in the minority population that are completely appalled by the things they're seeing. I'm sure. And the things that are going on. And, and it's, it's amazing when they get clean and sober, how much clearer they can see and the vision that they can have of where things are going and it's not a good place. We're going in the wrong direction. I mean, we have not learned from Russia, from Germany, from Austria, that you cannot tear down statues and think that's going to erase your history. No, but of yet that's not. what they're trying no. to do. And that's, that is, is a very dangerous thing, you know, because we have forever heard from the time we were knee high to a grasshopper that he who doesn't know his history is destined to repeat it. Yes, sir. Well, if we erase our history, my friend, all we're going to do is repeat it. And it's not just these Antifa guys. It's it's a lot. I'm not saying all, but it's a large percentage of the liberal mindset that we can somehow erase the, the, the wrongs of the past. Oh, no, I, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. But uh, keep in mind, everything we see out there, is through somebody's lens okay especially oh absolutely so there's no question about that but you cannot argue with the fact that what just happened with all those those democrat congress people that bowed down on their knee wearing the scars of the very african tribe Uh that enslaved the black people that they sold to the americans what kind of morons do you have to be and if you're a liberal and you're voting for those people shame on you well, apparently the person that talked them into it, and by the way, I agree with you. There was absolutely, look, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, they're, they're big boys and girls. That was stupid. We talked about this last week on the show. I wore daishiki in the 70s when I was a teenager, okay, uh, because it was the cool thing to do. They were comfortable, too. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it, but, uh, <laughs> but would I have ever gotten done that in that situation no that was idiotic without question forget kneeling anything else putting on the group of you putting on uh those whatever they are called and i I apologize to anybody out there i don't know the name of it but the scarf that was just i almost i i threw up a little in my mouth uh and i thought boy i'd really like to throw up a little in john's mouth but that's another story for another time wow oh you should tune in more often this this is just a this is just a small sample seriously unfortunately i'm working most of the time so we we got two big hours on saturday yeah we have two big hours on saturday you also have a podcast (laughs) on soundcloud saturday saturday is my family day so i totally understand it well we're gonna totally get it we're gonna let you get your last back in the, back in the good old days. Saturday was was uh, a fire out in the backyard with red dogs. Oh yes, I don't know. I got the mean. fire. I got the fire pit out in the back my backyard. What is red dog? I got mine too. The beer. Oh, it's, it's a beer. Yes, good for you. Very good. Real beer, cheap as a matter beer. of fact. Oh well, <laughs> as long as long as it's real cheap and not. It, 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 put, it puts Milwaukee's best to shame. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds sounds like it's a step above that Gatorade bottle I was referencing earlier. Yeah, that's just what I was going to say. You did it for me. See, you're not you're not as far left as you think you are. No, no, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm like a weeble. I wobble, but you know I'm all over the place. It's uh, well, Brad, you, the, really you know there's know a there's limit. a place for the weebles, okay? <laughs> because the weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. That it's is... called libertarianism. <laughs> no, okay, that's uh... another that's another conversation. That is a complete and different that's, conversation. And, and, well, the truth is, eighty percent of this country is actually libertarian. They're just not smart enough to know it. And with that, with that. Because <laughs> hold gone. on, hold on. Before you send him on his way, I, I do want to. I do want to address one other thing, Rod. I don't know if you knew, really knew my political affiliation when I was living out there in Vegas, because I really, well, I you, didn't you really care well. that much about <laughs> politics. What's that? I said you hit it well. <laughs> well, actually, no, I didn't. I mean, when uh, uh, as I 
voted for, as a matter of fact, not uh, not the first term, but I actually voted for George W. in the second, in, in his first term. I didn't vote for him in the second okay. one, but in the first one I did. Um, I was pissed off at hell at Clinton over the whole thing with Mon- Monica Lewinsky. And I was just, oh man. And I just, I wasn't into the whole idea of Al Gore. So yeah, I voted for, for, uh, Bush. Um, Bush. but I started get, yeah, I started getting my, started doing a little bit more reading, a little bit more contacting. Although I'll tell you something. When it came to the 2008 election, I wasn't, I didn't know which way I was going to go to tell you the truth. My big story since day one has been healthcare. That's been my big issue. And while I was listening to the Republican debates in, in 2008, I was look, listening for someone, somebody to come up with some sort of idea towards healthcare, something that's going to work a hell of a lot better than what we had at the time. And all I got was crickets. Yep. And that's, and that, and that's all you're going to continue to get. Because believe me, Obama's, Obama's theory wasn't the answer either. Because look at what we've got now. You know how many millions of people in this country are thousands of dollars in debt to the IRS? <laughs> because because they took advantage of the Obamacare system. Yeah. You know, uh, and they just... underreport their income so that they get cheap cheap payments that they can afford. And then when tax time comes around, they owe six, seven, eight, ten thousand dollars. It's not it didn't help anybody. Yeah. Well, why don't you come on here one of of these days? We'll have a we'll have a have a conversation about that. Uh, uh, I'm willing to talk because that was you're talking to somebody that had a ton of pre-existing conditions, and that was one of my biggest uh, one of my biggest thing. I couldn't get health care if I stood on stood on my head and did the hokey pokey. You know. So, all right, right, Roger. I appreciate you guys. It's been a long time, John. I, I love you, brother. And, you know, it's good to catch up. Yes, sir. Brother, we Absolutely. will talk again soon, okay? Rod, we'd love to All have right, you on again. Know. All right, take care, bud. Be careful. You, you, <laughs> careful what you wish for. You just might get it. <laughs> All right, pal. Thank, <laughs> good thanks, Lord. Thanks for calling. Yep. All right. Bye-bye yep. now. Bye-bye now. The infamous Rod Johnson. Yes. Oh, and... uh Rolando's just having a having a ball over here on our uh, uh, <laughs> on the texting. Yeah, yeah. Rod, now that so now we got to get Rod and Rolando on the same oh, line at the God. same time. There we go. Oh good lord, <laughs> heaven help us, please. I uh, then then we got to go to a three hour show. <laughs> oh my! Oh, I, think, I don't know about. I think that's the day I call out sick. Oh man. No, you know, the thing is, and I think I've told you about that, Rod was my co-host for the show that uh, we were doing out in Vegas. Right. Uh, it, um, We had a great time. We raised some hell with the taxi industry out there. We raised some hell with the uh, with the regulatory bodies out there. Uh, made a little mess, but... Uh... <laughs> well, you did a remote from the Spearmint Rhino. Even I know what the Spearmint Rhino is. Uh huh. Good gravy. What what do I oh. get from you? I get this. I get this. I don't get the spearmint and, and, rhino. Well, good gravy. I will figure it out one of these days how to make the remote come from some gentleman's club about a week before uh, I decide to tell <laughs> Annie. Well, guess what I'm gonna do? You can file papers any you know if you need to. Do it from a distance. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. All right, there's the music. It's time to say bye-bye here. So, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. See ya! Stop! You talk too much!